So when I do the work, it's coming from a whole another level of passion and commitment. I truly feel like the work that I've done within the communities of Houston, you know, learning the skills to articulate yourself when you have um, certain issues, knowing how to address trauma that you never dealt with before, having certain particular conversations with people that are difficult to have conversations with, but finding a medium to be able to do that. These are what the restorative practices that have helped me do. Cool. <laughs> All right. So in 2015, I uprooted my family, my daughter and my wife uh, up to Houston, Texas, not ever coming here ever before or visiting. Um, I took a risk um, and I, I came, I got a job with a charter school well known out here called Yes Prep. While I was at Yes Prep, I was a seminar teacher, high school readiness teacher. And that's where everything began. Um, I learned so much from teaching those kids and learning from those kids. And, and that's where the empathy started building and me learning how to be coming into my own as a teacher and educator. And the students, um, while I was there that first year in 2015, 2016 at Yes Prep Golfton, um, the kids inspired me in my seminar class to actually uh, start my speaking career full time. I mean, not full time, but professionally. Um, while I was still teaching. They, they, they heard about what I was doing and then they, they kept on pushing me and, and, and telling me to keep going. So from there, I remember um, just trying my hardest just to find a team. I, 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 like, I, I thought right away, I'm good at this. So let me stay in my lane. I'm, uh, I speak and let me stay where I'm good, right? Now, the mission was finding people around me to um, help me build this brand and this business with things that I couldn't do well. Um, so along the way from then on, um, I started meeting people and, and working with people um, from time to time, like video production and, and, and like photography and things like that, things that I naturally wasn't good at editing and stuff like that. Um, and I kept on working with different types of people, um, but nothing ever really stuck. Right. And then in 2019, uh, this past summer uh, in June, I quit my job at Kip Houston High School and decided to go full time with my business. And I remember not knowing exactly how I was going to get it done. Um, I remember get I was talking to DeAndre and I think I had text him about, yo, I'm going full time. Um, if there's any like opportunities out there with teachers or um school leaders that need restorative uh, programming. I, I built a curriculum. And then I remember him hitting me up and like, yo, like, yeah, you should come through. Um, I got a podcast, you could be on the show and everything like that. And that's where it started. Um, he introduced me to Trey, um, which is our producer. And we just built an organic relationship there. And, you know, it was all about timing. And I, I heard this before, but it really stuck with me. Um, ever since I heard it and then life started happening and everything started working to prove it, which is, you know, when you decide to do something, the universe, the world starts working for you and moving things out the way and opening doors for you. But it's your, your, um, you have to be able to be able to walk into those doors, you know, before the window closes on you. And for me, I think this whole experience with APR, Always Press Record Media uh, Production, was timing, right? I seen there was a window um, and I could have said no. I could have said, I, I, I'm busy. I don't want to do a podcast or whatever. But I decided to put myself in that space and built uh, a relationship with uh, this team at APR and it just growing to what it is now is like amazing. And this is why I wanted to bring this to the show. And I thought, because I hear a lot of people like, hey, like, how do you build a team? Oh, you're lucky you have a team. How do you do it? And Honestly, there's a lot that goes into it, but like you just don't know. It's all taking a risk and just going and figuring it out along the way. And I wanted to get into detail with my team and 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 tell you guys where we're at and how we got here. Um, so without further ado, I wanted to have my my boys here introduce themselves and, and tell you guys what it is they do for the team um, and how we got here. So um We'll go with you first, uh, Trey. Oh, man. Uh, I'm the guy who's never on camera because DeAndre is yeah. always on camera. <laughs> uh, I'm, the, I'm the other half of APR. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what most people don't realize is that um, APR started off with four people, four partners. Yeah. Um, is now uh, three partners for you know for for most. Uh, I guess you would say that's it worked for Rockefeller. It should work for us. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the real question was. Somebody once asked me when I said that they were like, "Well, who's Jay Z?" And the que- and the answer actually, believe it or not, is DeAndre. Mm-hmm. Um, DeAndre was the first person to actually make the transition to being on a podcast to yeah. hosting his own podcast, gotcha. and that's actually um, the the company itself was born many different variations, but what we are now is essentially it was started because we were. And what is now Studio B, I guess we would call it. And um, we were sitting there and he said um, before the show that we were on and that we were both on together. Hey, um, I have an idea for a show. And when he said he had an idea for a show, I said, all right, when we're going to do it. And (laughs) I guess I didn't give him enough time to. to really pause and reflect back out out of it. And that's when um, we went into it. And um, it's actually pretty funny because um, him and I, I guess we kind of both jumped into a scene that we were already connected to by many different people. Um, Now that we're established, uh, we realize like how we do rank with many of our friends who are actually doing it as well because the first person who came over to actually do the sit down was uh, just fresh media of unpacking fame mm. uh, many different different ways because uh, what happened long story short we ended up buying expensive cameras but <laughs> nobody knew how to use it who was still left from the original crew so yeah, yeah. just fresh literally came over and like explained to us that he shuts off at 29 minutes all the different things but why he was there he asked me um what do we do to edit right and the person one of our, our original founders he was actually editing editing everything through premiere pro mm. and so me not knowing which is very very funny looking back now that we're like a year plus in (laughs) like i didn't know what that was yeah um and so when as you find as you're building the team uh everybody has their own goals their own lanes their own aspirations um mine because mine changed as the company changed um i went from never wanting to touch the camera to having to touch the camera to having to figure out how to edit And then along the way, um, the way that we were able to grow, because we did that originally, I think what we did was that we grew really, really fast, right? Because that's what you do as an entrepreneur. You try to grow. And the thing is, is that, and one of the things that I admire about you and the way that you're going through is that you have a mission. You have a clear mission. And for us, I don't know in the beginning if we even really knew. I think Hmm. uh, I didn't realize I was a producer until episode seven of his show. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what I kind of like to do. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not not the best director. (laughs) You know, I'm not the best... Like cinematographer and you're getting there though. You're getting there. Um, I think that you gotta like like you always say, you gotta do the work, right? Yeah. Whether it's restorative justice on yourself, yeah. right? Whether you're doing the work on yourself or with your project or with your own goals and your own aspirations, you gotta do the actual work. And yeah. so um along the way, DeAndre, who was just the guy who was like, Hey, I wanna do a podcast too, became my partner. Because during that 352 plus that we did that first year um, of just videos, 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 it was literally like you would come over, you would hang out and (laughs) we're cutting up videos. We're looking at videos or we're we're doing stuff or I'm watching YouTube trying to figure it out because I went to YouTube University to figure out. All the things that we now do. That number 352 sounds crazy. When we were doing it, maybe not, but now, like, that's (laughs) Well, looking back, and it was not, it was only until we were filming something the other day, and like, we, we, it was when you were down, and we were over, like, you know, 
and you came up a whole bunch of times because like yeah it was the missing glue yeah. to our team was, was in that conversation that we were having that you should have been there because it was that 352 and the reason why i remember it so clearly is because we were trying to get i remember when it was at 100 we were at 100 man i was like man if we ever get to 100 shows man we got everything going we'll know everything we need to know one day count them all up we're at 100 shows okay if we get to 150 we can just keep it going to 150 we will be good I remember having this conversation with DeAndre because it was like uh, we had expanded up to 15 different shows on the roster. And because of that growth model that we were doing that we didn't really have a clear mission. Right. Mm -hmm. So we were doing some comic book stuff, some unboxing stuff. It was like basically if you want to do it on YouTube, you can join us. Yeah. And that's kind of where as life got in the way. Right. Because that's what happens in the course of a year is that there are times when, like, that's not your priority anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, along the way, when life would get in the way, we would help each other through it. We would keep the business going. When I was at my lowest in this whole thing, uh, he kept bringing in people. Because what DeAndre is, is he's head of outreach now. That's his title. But he's actually... (laughs) <laughs> he's outreach he's the guy who stimulates business he's the guy who represents if somebody needs to go and it's funny because the day that he became a partner he doesn't even realize it hmm. um when he officially became a partner is when he did the apr marathon now everybody not everybody knows what it is yeah, but I one day know. he'll have a t-shirt and maybe you might be the next oh, one to complete it awesome. and the, here's the reason why all right so for autism awareness, which is where very rare and uh, dear to our hearts, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of our original missions was for autism awareness. Was uh, <coughs> he he went on to a morning talk show, a morning show. It was a morning TV show. So he actually showed me what we ended up building, <laughs> and like because I was going, oh, they just need this and this and this. Oh, that's a set. We can get a set going on. And the next thing was after we did that, he did the radio show. Then guest on somebody else's show was the guest star there and then did his own show all within one day. That is the APR marathon. And so once he did that, I knew that like everybody could tell you on the group chat, I'm bigging this dude up because I know he's tired. I know he's tired. I just heard him on the radio and I can just go, man. As somebody who's heard my boys yeah. do their work, like that he's he's running on fumes. And then now he's coming over to the studio and we got to ramp back up again. Yeah. And then we got to ramp back up again for his show. Yeah. And oh. so. Yeah, because yeah, cause we was, uh, we were doing back to back shows. It was back to back. Literally the only downtime was the, was the commute to each individual place. Well, well with that, mm-hmm. segue. Into yeah, because we we said a lot about DeAndre. We right did. There. We, we talked about a lot about DeAndre. So DeAndre, I want you mm. to talk about how was the APR thing for you, like the intro to it, and what was like how it happened in your from your perspective. All right. Um. Uh. Um. My boy Pert, who uh, we <sighs> known each other since ninety. We were living in Lakeside, mm-hmm. back in the nineties. Um, um, uh, he, he, you know, moved all over the place. We reconnected um, maybe about I want to say maybe ten years ago. Okay, like uh, ten years ago. Um, and uh, we worked out together. Gotcha. Like we worked out to the gym. We went to the gym a lot. Like. Me and him, we would meet there almost three, four times a week. We we were okay. going hard in a full minute, um, and you know, and, and at the gym that you know when you, uh, you know you're working out over and over, is, you know, we get to having these conversations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, one day he was like, "Yeah, man, we finna we finna do a podcast. Um, we should come through." I was like, "All right." Um, never really. Well, I guess like I was confused because like the podcast that 
I only knew was the serial series on uh, Pandora. Okay. And I'm like, I'm thinking podcast meant like telling a story. You know what I mean? Uh, like, like I'm just listening to someone record themselves talk. That's yeah, it. yeah. So you had like, no idea what podcast Yeah, like was. coming together okay. and talking like gotcha. as like, you know, like this. And so, um, and, uh, but I mean, of course, like after we started, then I, you know, started like, you know, going on YouTube and just seeing like different examples of other podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you got people that do a podcast about themselves. You got two group, uh, two man, three man, four man. Um, seen live ones with audiences. I mean, they've podcasts have just expanded. I mean, at this point, it's like anybody who has any of any bit of a following, you might as well do a podcast. Might as well because there. I mean, you're just gonna have that many people listening to you. True, you're gonna, um, you know, um, and also it was like, um, you know, um, you know, with me, him, Trey, I think it's Pat, mm-hmm. um. I think Aaron was there for the first first few. Yeah, he was there. Um, so I was sometimes five in this room, um, but it, it, you get used to it real quick. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, because we were doing it every week, and it was like mm-hmm. it was the original. I mean, we we, we probably went eight to ten without even so missing a week before Perk. You didn't know Trey. No. So you no. met Trey through Perk. On yeah, because I well, he, he, this is where he was talking about when he, said, he was coming over here to do a because I, I was yeah. the only one who had the space. Well, then I think someone here. dropped off. I don't know who the person is, but someone dropped off. Somebody and so he said, uh, "You want to show up because I'm, you know, gotcha, whoever he gotcha. That it. is right. What happened? Because he because he randomly said because uh, he was like, "Who wants to do a podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When do you want to do it?" And because uh, I had heard the Joe Button podcast. Okay. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, so that's the podcast? Got mm-hmm. you, got you. Yeah. And, okay. And it, for everyone, like, I wasn't a part of the founding uh, people of APR at all. I came in mm-hmm. much later. So that's why I wanted to give an after, intro. After a year. Yeah, after yeah, no, a year. it was after a year. Oh, yeah. We yeah, had yeah. figured out a lot of a lot of things at that point. Yeah, and for me, and that, I think it's beautiful that yeah, yeah, brought that up because um, as Trey has said, like he didn't even know he didn't want to be behind the camera. Mm-hmm. He didn't know anything about editing this and that. Mm-hmm. And once he was put in a position, he did his own homework and research and started growing and and building his thing and mm-hmm. and being good at stuff. And he's. Everything that you see on this podcast with the videos, the the the, the podcast on all streaming um, areas, like that's him figuring it out and getting better each and every time. And then with with Dre, like him coming to just being invited, and I'm I'm guessing um, from what I'm hearing from time to time, you stayed. You're the one that stayed the longest, right? Yeah, basically, uh, yes, that is uh, I mean, the best way to put it. Might have stayed a little bit longer. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, like from that nah, time when you got when you uh, when you got uh, yeah. bought in. Okay, well, wow, that's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's great for people to even see that, like how this whole partnership happened. Because with when I came in, like I said earlier, I was looking for like something stable, like a team. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going full time. I made my mind up. This is it. Now, um, I remember Dre had gave me, uh, we were on the phone and he had said, just come through. Similar to like how he was brought into here. And when I, but I had the mission on, like he had told me about Trey. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, he does podcasts. We could do videos or whatever. And there's some potential like work here. So I came in here with the mindset, okay, let me see what the vibe is. And I remember coming in this room in particular and seeing everything around. It was like, it it was just like because there's so much going on and you see all the Black Panther um, comic books and this and that but there's a bunch of pieces that you have to ask what what does that mean like the tree that I seen up there or other things in here and I'm like yo there's like a working project right here and I just felt like you know what I mean and then I, I started talking to Trey and we vibing in conversation like what is the mission what are we trying to accomplish and it just I was like okay. I, I like the vibe. I like where we're going. Um, I already knew how I wanted, what kind of mission I was on, like what kind of path I wanted to go. And I guess that's what you were talking about earlier, like um, having like a, a purpose. Having a purpose, because we didn't have one, as we've explained, we didn't know what podcasts were. Yeah. Part of our early days of running a business was the fact that, you know, we bought equipment. 
And so it was like, all right, the the goal of the year one was literally to pay it all off. Yeah. Right. And because uh, you make an investment investment in yourself. That's the reason why we went growth. Yeah. And we went 352 and we like pushed. And along the way, we we learned things like you coming now was after I had burned myself out. Mm. Right. Creativity was gone. Mm. DeAndre was like, man, don't worry about it. Everybody who's on the line waiting for us, you got it. Focus on you. Get it on back. Um, and I appreciate that, by the way. Uh, just because that's the thing about having a business and being an entrepreneur that nobody tells you is that, you know, there's a lot of no's along the way to very right. few yeses. Absolutely. And then yeses that matter are even few and far between. Right. And so, yeah, we had a whole bunch of business. We had a whole bunch of clients. People were loving this. You know, we were we were figuring it out. We were figuring out our workflows as we were going. Things that now we just do. <laughs> like clockwork yeah we had to understand like that first client who said can you turn this around in 24 hours well yeah we did it we accomplished yeah. the task we got the client but let me just tell you i'm a lot better with more than 24 hours hmm. right so because that's creativity man like um between what i do during the day which is it right and so like i do this is the problem. This is how I fix it. Mm. Right. That's how I have conditioned myself, even though I've and we, we've talked many times. My I started on as a musician and an artist and a poet. And then I became an I.T. guy yeah. for the family and for the career and whatnot. Right. And so along the way, I had to figure out um, how I do things. Mm. and how other people do things right so the way i do things i'm very much where i don't know until i sit down and once i focus my attention and my efforts then i can deliver the best right but like if i'm split attention i can't do it Mm. that's the reason why deandre is outreach and i'm i do this right and it's because i rather be here for like six hours watching a progress bar because i do that mm. during the day anyway so it's easy for me, right yeah. and so that that doesn't bother me um but going out there dealing with people small talk trying to figure out if their purpose is true because that's the thing that i, I was saying that that i appreciated once you came along was that the mission became clearer mm. right So at first, the mission was, let's be on YouTube, (laughs) right? Let's just be honest what it was at the time. It was, let's be on YouTube like everybody else, right? And then at one point in time, it was to make APR HBO like, right? That was the original pitch to everybody. We're we're doing TV, right? And I still say we're making TV because that's how I approach it now, right? So what we do is that we make online tv because the model's changing right who's really turned on their tv anymore when they have their phone more often that's what they turn on right so we make media for the new frontier yeah but we try to do it over at the tv quality that we thought was professional yeah right because that was the only thing for us growing up was that that was the difference between somebody who had a camera and somebody who was on TV is like those people were professional. They knew, right? And then one day, you know, after watching enough videos, after making many mistakes, and it's all online, we kept everything up from the vault. Yeah. It's all on always press record. And it's like once you see the mistakes as they happen, yeah, right? We got better and it became more stable. And so yeah. when mistakes happen or things go wrong or the phone is over recording in slow motion, like we know how to fix it quickly to keep the production line going. Yeah. And it's because with when I was coming in, I wasn't even looking to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. I was more looking like to find a media team like to do yeah. it because I had I had like a track record of having videos like mm-hmm. commercial type videos where I'm doing B-roll and I'm speaking to have like 
motivational stuff come up mm -hmm. and I was like looking to continue that because I couldn't have someone that was consistent with me right mm -hmm. and then coming in here and like I didn't want to do a podcast and once again Dre like kind of pushed me to um to yeah, do the podcast <laughs> right and and I was like I was like I don't know if I want to be on camera that often like like or behind the mic that often um and then actually like it kind of aligned right mm -hmm. for me it was like you know what I'm always talking about let's walk the walk. Let's make this like a practice. So like I'm practicing. This is me taking my jump shots uh, constantly. So like doing the work. Mm -hmm. So like if I'm going out to these big speaking engagements and I'm going to schools and interacting with students and doing the work, why don't I just have a place where I can practice it weekly? Like I just go someplace and then like practice my craft and what I'm talking about. So that's how I'm taking this podcast. And it was by chance. And like what I was saying earlier, timing is everything. I just keep on pushing and then it'll happen. Like I, I thank DeAndre for telling Trey to stick with it. And then a couple months later, I come through the door and I'm like, yo, I got the mission. I want this, I want that, boom, boom. And then it's like a perfect partnership. And you never know, like I didn't know this type of team would exist this soon. Like I quit my job in June and by August, yeah. was it August? Yeah. Two, three months later, like I have like a legit team that, um, and we're 15 minutes away from each other, um, yeah. living wise, which is ironic. Like you never yeah. know. And I, you never like, know what's around around the exactly. corner. Just keep pushing it and putting yourself in, in, in spaces like that. Um, let, now the question I wanted to ask y'all, uh, before this, before APR, um, Jay, we start with you. Like, did you have any experience with like, what was your experience with like teams being a part of a team, whether it was at work or like another thing that you were doing on the side? Like how was your experience with working with people as a team? Mm. Because um, I was um, extremely selfless. Hmm. All right. Like it, it, really didn't happen to much recent in which I just started thinking, okay, you need to look out for you. Yeah. Like you need to go get what you want versus always looking to be a part of something. Yeah. You know? Um <clears throat> like creating something versus being part of someone else's creation. Right. right? Um and that's just with with all aspects, not like just with media or like you know anything like that so being a part of a team wasn't hard for me mm. it was it was pretty easy um i it's um it's funny like my um the persons of our department at work you know she uh, sent the email and um she was like uh just to and people in our department and kind of like just saying little things about each one of us and what she's thankful for us and all that. And she was, uh, uh, she had got to me and she was like, um, I work well under pressure and um, I'm always um, reminding her not to make like decisions based on emotions. Hmm. And um, I think right there, that kind of um, helped me through team because like Trey was saying, you know, when, with, throughout a year, a lot changes. Yeah. And if you don't have someone that just can say, just like, we're just going to still think about the Keep goal, yeah, yeah. you know, some of them changes, they can can break it, a team down. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. And, um, <clears throat> and, and it, it, you know, each team goes through it. Like, it just, yeah. like she said, like, it would. Success sometimes is measured on how well you handle the failures. And adversity, and so um, again, what helped me is like I don't want to say like not getting too close, but not involving my emotions too much in it, mm. even if I am fully invested in it. Right? You know what I mean? Um, like I said, through the through the rough times, it's. Being able to lean back on the fact that I I still gotta find the next Carlos, mm. you know what I mean? Like that's still my mission, no matter what's going on. All right, my goal is to find. Uh, was that when when everything was going rough for y'all at the beginning? Mm -hmm. uh, that was admit that's that was on your mind. Like no. let me find no, no, no. the next person. No, to come in. Um, well, like I said, we had different. 
we had different directions like throughout the year. Like so saying, the like goal would change. No, 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 no. Not even just the show. We're talking okay. about like the, the as a whole. Got right? It. We went from, okay, we need this to then a few months later, okay, now we Something need this. Different. Now we need this. Gotcha. Right. And it's not like need as a material wise, like, okay, we're going in this direction. Okay. okay now I think we need to go in this direction. Okay. Oh, now gotcha. we're right. Okay. So when the goal, when the direction changes, of course, the goal changes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. at first, it wasn't necessarily, um, um, you know, find the next person to, to you know, to help build. It was more like, okay, let's just find the next guest that's going to give us a big oh, gotcha, view gotcha, thing. Because right? it was. It was a lot. <clears throat> when we started, right, it was how do we keep it going from week to week, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, like, like, just early days, it was how do we get content, mm-hmm. right? Um I never like I, I still didn't want to be on camera for my own show. I still don't have my own show. How did I get away with that? Yeah, like DeAndre's had a few. Like, he, he's trying to he's trying to play the the other day after I did the interview on Mangrove, uh-huh. he had to sit down for like fifteen minutes and like do like a clip with him in it. I was like, You stashing? Like I know he got like twelve shows in the lock we, right we do now. have a lot of stash. I know he got like a bunch We we do up. have a vault. <laughs> DeAndre knows we we have a vault of gotcha. uh, of a lot of content that, I that people don't see. I found Monday that y'all got a vote. Like, he's slick. I know he's stashing over there. Uh, well, it's like so. At first, when we first got this, is what I'm. This is what I'm still saying about the mission. We didn't have one at mm. first. At yeah. first, it was week to week. All right, how do we get everybody back every Wednesday? Right. Yeah. To keep our our main show going, that was at the time. All right. How do we pay off the cameras? All right. We're going to need to get people in there. All right. We got way too many people who are for free (laughs) and we don't have any hours to fit in anybody who wants to pay us. What are we going to do now with the free ones? What are we going to do now with the paid ones? How are we going to balance life? Right. Because what we were actually doing is that we were making all these like, you know, we were establishing careers and stars and personalities and you know, once you're invested, you're invested. Yeah. Um, we we were having this discussion today about one of them. And it's like once you're invested, you're invested. You yeah. watch the timeline. You are now a part of their history. Yeah. And so um, we were just doing everything, right? We were those guys. And then somewhere along the way, um, Mangrove community came into our lives. Uh, through DeAndre's connections. Once again, it was one of his sit-downs. I think it was your episode four Mm. um, um, of the sit-down, and which actually turned out to be episode seven because one of my mistakes again... That was what you were talking about last time. Okay. I accidentally, moving it over and having all things in mind, no system whatsoever, I deleted the footage on one camera. Mm. So we just didn't put it out because our whole thing was... Let's just give it the highest quality possible, right? Mm. Like, even though we're learning and we'll take the bumps and the criticism, but, like, let's try our best. And if it's not there, we're just not going to do it, right? And so once we got more and more into Mangrove and we got involved with the politicians and the different community aspects um, with the THAR Organization for Autism Awareness and whatnot like that, we have now become a purpose-driven network, I would say. Mm. We don't release everything. We're no longer trying to get the most clicks, right? Um, Really, now when DeAndre brings somebody to me, he tells me what the goal is and why it's important that we need to invest our time and effort into it. Um, Because... Everybody has their own lane. Everybody has their own purpose. Everybody has their own mountaintop that they're trying to climb, right? For us, at one point in time, it was to have fun. At one point in time, it was to make the business viable. (laughs) And now we have a business, and now it's just, you know, keeping the day-to-day open. But along the way, we met people who um, were trying to be stars for different reasons, I would say, Mm. right? And so now... The roster, even though we can trim back considerably, right, and reevaluate like the content that we were putting out, um, 
it's more now APR kids because we're trying to educate the kids and make them feel like a very safe place. We're, we're trying to do um, always press record now is more corporate accounts as well as like podcasts and stuff. But when we put out content, we're putting out content with an actual clear mission of mm. putting out purposeful content. Yeah. Right. We're not talking about current events and what's going on with this and that. Um, because we don't want to, we don't want to chase the wave, right? Yeah. Once you find us, you'll find us, and then you'll realize, man, we got great content here because yeah. great content is happening. And so, that took us a while to get there, to be honest with you. I mean, it took a while. It took DeAndre bringing so many people with purpose. Well, like I used to say during our conversations, I was like, man, everybody's in transition that you're bringing to me, right? Mm. And he was like, well, aren't aren't we all? And mm-hmm. once he said that, I had to shut up. It was one of those conversations where, like, all right, all right, you've laid down the gauntlet as partner. <laughs> I will do my part, right? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. because, you know, we all are in a state of transition, even That's APR true. as it is, right? So I can't be mad that people don't know what their mission is yet. I can't be mad that I see it already. But they ha- they aren't there yet, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of being a producer is earning trust. Hmm. Whether it's from your director, from your light guy, your sound guy, your talent, as they say, right? It's all about trust. Yeah. And along the year <laughs> that DeAndre and I have been together, from not knowing each other from Adam, right? Yeah. So now I call him up and I say, my neighbor has a white school bus. We need it for filming. I know it might sound weird. And he goes, no, that's not weird. Let mm. me know what we're going to do. And it's like, if you can take that phone call after a year of knowing somebody, and it's just ultimate trust, that's ultimate that's trust. What's up. That's what's up. Right? Yeah. So basically, every, every team needs a DeAndre. So make sure you... <laughs> no, you got to have somebody you trust. You got to have somebody... <laughs> Like you, you run CJ motivation, right? Yeah. But just but you have your wife that you trust that you yeah, can bounce sure. ideas off. For sure. If somebody comes in with a new deal, you gotta be able to understand your pluses and your minuses, right? right. So that you can do it. Yeah. Me coming out, right? I, I said DeAndre and I, we weren't partners to begin with. Yeah. Right? It was just I was the guy who's gonna run APR. Yeah. And then APR became something because DeAndre did the work, right? And while I'm sitting in here, I'm over cutting and staring over at uh, over at a television for months on end, right? DeAndre's over going. And he's over here like, man, let me tell you about Trey. Let me tell you about that. And it's like, we had a conversation, I guess it was not too long. It was probably our anniversary of being APR. Uh, we had a conversation where we realized, man, we have different lanes, right? Like I used to try to get DeAndre to film everything with me, but that's not what he wants to do, right? Um, just because I did it and I never had an inkling to it, well, I started enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that's now my lane. Yeah. Right. So it's not about having the DeAndre, but you should have somebody with those qualities right. that you don't have, so that yeah. you can. So that you can get to success, man. And I, th- I think that's the biggest thing because I, I think everybody tries to find a group of people that are exactly the same way mm-hmm. they are. And that doesn't necessarily work all right. the time. You can't right. have everybody trying to do the same thing. You've got a team full of shooters. Yeah. Who going to pass the damn ball. Yeah, you know that's real. Man. You know what yeah. I mean? Who going to rebound yeah. the ball. And um, I use that <laughs> analogy a lot. Like, it's just you got to find people that – play different roles or do things that you don't do well. And that's okay and being okay with that. And this is exactly what it is. Like coming in, like I was trial and error for so long. Like it was five, like going on five years. I started in 2015. I was just like searching, getting people to do videos with, trying to get editors, trying to get photographers, trying to get people to like, you know, help me do certain things with the bit, like like social media um, and figuring that out. Um, and never giving up and just knowing like, okay, I'm going to find my stride. I'm going to keep going. Something may come up, you know what I mean? And, and, and doing my research and I, that, I think that's key. I, you will find those people and it just, just, and this is the other thing too. When you have a team, say you have a team now, I see this, you have a team now, 
and it's, it's it was good but it's not necessarily working anymore because you've gotten to know people on another level and like you understanding like maybe this teamwork ain't working yeah. i think people need to understand it's okay to like break out and try to find something uh better or move on from that rather than trying to um stick with it because you know what i mean when you start now i think with us it was we like we all fit certain lanes right yeah. and then we communicate often like we we be just having like talk after we do this podcast um every week but we like stay after we talk about just life and really got to know each other on another level and i think people that do that's a part of it and i think if you don't do yeah. that you may get into um a team that everybody you think has you know the right qualities and yeah. then you get to know each other and it's like oh it's not well, you got to figure out how people communicate exactly that's like deandre and i we don't communicate the same way at yeah. all yeah right like uh one i speak in code that only i really know <laughs> a lot of the times and uh a lot of the things like we just don't we don't really have time to discuss right yeah. so like when we come around we're usually on a project yeah and it's like we're out in front of guests you know like hey i haven't seen yada 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 right but like because you know like he has his kids i got mine you know what yeah, i mean yeah. we're, we're still trying to do the balance of of family and business yeah we're, um it's yeah not, it's not That's <laughs> yeah it's sure. not and so it's like communication is really man communication just from how to, how to accept criticism, how to be open to criticism, mm -hmm. right? Like, that took a while for me, man. I'm an artist. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sensitive about my stuff, as Erica Badu used to say. Mm. And <laughs> it is, uh, well, it's like, it's when I explain, right? So uh, one day, Carlos, he, showed, he was like, just show me, just show me like, you know, like uh, what yeah. you have to do in order <laughs> to put out a show. Cause I was like, cause he was asking me as he does. And he was asking me, so what are we going to do for this episode? How's it going to look? What is it going to be? And I was like, I don't know yet. And so you could see on his face, he was like, what do you mean? You don't know yet. And I was like, well, I haven't sat down to look at it and I don't really know what we need to do or need to cover up or need to do this or need to do that. So I started taking him through the process. And it was very much funny because for months on end, nobody has really asked yeah. what are the levels to post-production in a while, yeah. right? Because, you know, I, I just go through these levels. And yeah. so um, communicating that curiosity and me being open to accept it instead of like, instead of you don't know what you're doing. Oh, you want to know the process as we go through it. Here it is. Yeah. Right. And so that's that was growth on my side. Cause I used to be like, man, if you want to learn, come on over and sit down. Yeah. And I was at that point in in, in my growth as ABR. And it's funny because when, when I asked you that, I was just like, because I always I grew up mm -hmm. hearing like, you know, the Jay-Z's and people like that talking about like, you know, to actually win, you got to have your team winning with you. The people with you have to like you. So like that, that understanding of the group of people you're with and it's not just like you know mm -hmm. it's bigger than that so everybody mm -hmm. got to eat basically uh so like for me i'm like yo let me find out how much work goes behind what you're mm -hmm. doing like he getting better so like i need to like i want to not necessarily like learn how to do it so i just do it it's more like yo let me understand the process so like when i ask him to do something I'm like, yo, that's very time consuming. I'm mm. not just going to throw that on you. I'm going to give you some time. And then when I give you a response, I'm like, okay, in my head, I'm already thinking like, okay, I already know how much time and effort is going to take. I'm going to give him a certain amount of time mm -hmm. before, you know, I, I bring it to him or whatever. Uh, and that's what my, my thought process was when I was asking you that. But that's just communication as part of a team, right? Because yeah, yeah. you got to coordinate the social media and all the other aspects, yeah, right? Yeah. That like, like I no longer have to do. Yeah. Um, like when we were starting off Mangrove, a lot of it that we found out, the reason why we don't call ourselves directors or photographers or videographers and we call ourselves producers is because we fill in the gaps for whatever anybody needs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's recognizing those gaps and filling those in that's, that's as key. needed. And I, I remember like what you said with, with DeAndre. I remember when we first started this podcast, you used to say like, yo, 
you need to like stop saying like a welcome, just start talking. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember, you know, and you just kept drilling that into me. It's like, and I think it's all about being receptive to it. Like you giving me that feedback because I could have easily came in here like, yo, this is my show. Like I want to do it some way. But for me, it's like I have a I've team so I before. can grow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we've you know been what I mean? <laughs> okay. Okay. So I got <laughs> prime experience in here before I came. Yeah. But um, for me, I was in a place like, you know what I mean? I, I talk about this a lot with my wife. Like I married my wife because she's a straight shooter. Mm-hmm. And for me, I need people to tell me um, what it is when they have to say it yeah. um, so that I can learn from it. Because mm-hmm. the next thing would be, oh, okay. And every time you kept saying it, we started having a conversation like how, like, and even asking you questions, like I would slip up mm-hmm. um, asking them questions and putting them on the spot a certain yeah, way and learning through it. But like, we would have the conversations off camera uh, where DeAndre wasn't afraid to communicate, you know what I mean? Uh, constructive feedback to me. And it was my part as a team knowing like, the, seeing the big picture, I, I seen us doing big things. I was like, okay, he's telling me something that I'm not seeing right now. So hopefully, you know what I mean? I, I can listen and I start seeing like the difference. And now like we started the show and I just start talking now. And I, I remember the first six, seven episodes, I'm like, welcome to, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just wasn't as organic. <laughs> I wish he, can. <laughs> I mean, he might can. He never know. But like, put that scene where like I'm sitting there before the camera. I'm like, don't start off answering me questions. So he yeah. does, and it's yeah. like for three seconds. I'm like, yeah, and it's I like that meme where P Diddy and the dude on the stage. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh look at it. Yeah, he's looking at it. We're sitting there like, I, I, I swear that because like, I remember. I'm like, I was like, sure that could that could be a viral meme right there. Yo, that, like, that five seconds of pause. Yeah, hopefully, oh hopefully, can put it on like. Oh, Oh my God. I had to that one up because it was. It was like oh, you could just see him. He just looked. And, yeah, like, and the crazy thing about it, that, it kind of threw me off, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" No, like, the crazy, you you had said like DeAndre had dead five seconds before before the camera going is like, "Yo, don't ask me this or don't like come at me like this." And I just I don't know. I was in the zone of like I need to just get this show on, and I just asked him the same thing he told me yeah. not to say. Like, like literally like, the same oh, question damn. that we were just like already saying. And in my head, like I'm like, "Damn, I fucked up." <laughs> no, but but not. Um, I mean, I think about like. Uh, my point I was trying to communicate was like, this is yours, yeah. right? And I didn't want you diverting your questions. Like you haven't, like you know, I wanted you to establish yourself before you started asking other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, and so, um, and that's why, like, um, you know, once you just start having guests, yeah, that's just like okay, he took it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like when you got so comfortable where you're bringing someone else on, yeah. You know what I mean? And you got somebody else, or you know, and you got, yeah. and then well, that's the you hardest even thing. Even got an episode of you just by yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just being able to the, go the, in the transition like that, man. The key, was, the key with that was like, cause I, you kept saying like it was like, yo, you need to own it. You need to own it. Like this is your yeah. show. It should feel, and I think everything changed when you had told me it was like when you bring people on, it should still feel like your show and they're just coming on to talk with you and i was like oh okay because yeah. usually when i hear podcasts or interviews i watch a lot of interviews from celebrities i just watch like it's like question and mm-hmm. then the person takes over and the guest mm-hmm. is the the main attraction mm-hmm. and him saying like nah the translated success this is your brand you're trying to put yourself out there so people know your work and your curriculum this and that so you need to take over and i kept on saying that so i kept on like practicing in my head so like and I had to go to the drawing board. As you guys know, like I started doing outlines before a show. Like it was no freelancer. Like I'm like I'm I'm alright. So I say CJM intro. Okay, guest intro, and then like how we connect the two mm-hmm. at the bottom, mm-hmm. right? And and I think mm-hmm. it came from having uh, someone on the team like DeAndre. You know what I mean to be able to do that. And I think like like just having be having that openness to do that. You know what I mean to like be aware that this. Things that you don't see, you know what I mean, and have people around there that can call it out. I think you can point it out, like, um, and um, kind of at the, and it was an open conversation I think we were having, and um, and he was saying it's like he had to be comfortable with his weaknesses, mm-hmm. and I had to, and, and I thought about that, and I was like, I always feared my weaknesses. Mm. I never wanted to expose them. I never wanted to deal with them. Like I didn't like feel, had that feeling of. I couldn't do something. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
when I really heard that and I started really thinking about that, I was like, once I got comfortable with what my weaknesses were, then I was able to understand what my strengths were, like a more gotcha. clearer. Gotcha. Um, and so, <clears throat> and I'm thinking about like, like say, we, like when we had the conversations about lanes, right? Yeah, it's yeah. probably the same conversation we had about the the weaknesses and understanding them. Um, you know, we also talk about like even like when things is tough, and I'm like still going and still going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's me, right? Yeah. Like. Trey can do the, the sitting in front of something, 10,000 10, hours of learning something. That scares the crap out of me. <laughs> like, I'm dead, tired, exhausted sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would still rather go from place to place than sit down yeah, yeah, and yeah. stare at a podcast for, like, hours on yeah, yeah. You know, um, and... I mean, it's just the way I'm wired. Like, I gotta, I gotta move. Like, I gotta yeah. do something. So, so, yeah, like, that day was fun. But yeah, by the time we got to the last show, I'm like, oh, we still got one more. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I know it was yours. I tried to uh, sneak a nap, like, in between, you know, from the radio show to this. I was late to the radio show. I was like, it was just mad. But, um, but it, it, it was still my lane. It was yeah. still comfortable for me, even if I was dog tired. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure Trace, like, he might be half, you know, falling asleep editing, but it's still comfortable. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. still where you know he feels right. Yeah. And so, and and like he said, there's 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 drawbacks from each one, right? Like, um, like I said, he spends a lot of time in here, so out there sometimes ain't his yeah. comfort zone. You know, for me, and then he has to do it all the time, like. Constantly, you know, even when no matter how things are, I'm constantly trying to find the next thing, constantly move, trying to, try to grow. Mm-hmm. He got to remind me sometimes of what I already done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, I forgot I did this. Yeah. Because I'm always looking for the next. Right. You know what I mean? I'm right. like, and and I even, I, you know, every now and then you got to stop and think. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, it actually have done quite a bit. And like, um, looking at how, we, you know, started with reasonable doubt and that interview style. And that's what I came. And that matter of fact, <clears throat> he, I think he mentioned is I tried to say in our first podcast, I tried to introduce that concept to that. Hmm. We were hailing and having it. So that's when it was like, all right, we're going to do it on your own. Yeah. You know, and then that's what kind of started, like me pitching the idea of saying, okay, I think we can get this bigger if we, you know, have a guest on and, and then like that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so like I said, then we went towards, you know, the, the, the sit down in which I had guests and then like that. So then we had Carl come in and then Carl had his idea of doing guests and then, and, you know, have your show come in and now we're seeing, you know, guests come in. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. that whole blueprint, mm-hmm. interesting, right? <laughs> that whole blueprint, yeah. you know, was like, dang, came from a suggestion. And now it's become like, kind of like the style of show that people yeah. are more interested yeah, do. in doing yeah. because it, it makes sense. I mean, a lot of the people that we've met with these guests, we've made connections with and yeah. even... Uh, it's found other business yeah. with it, mm-hmm. and so it's like, okay, yeah, you can have a a, a, a four man podcast where all you do is have fun and joke and cool, but it's hard to gain attention when all you're doing is trying to entertain like yeah. everybody else is. Yeah. But when you have a different person or a different topic and a different perspective, a yeah. different way to to look at things, yeah, you know, right. it's like, all well, right, you you yeah. you create more content, and this yeah. which. In the beginning, like Trey said, this is what we were after. Right. It was content, content, content. But it had to be a variation of content. Right. We couldn't do the same thing every week. We couldn't talk about the same thing every day. Yeah, we couldn't yeah, have the yeah. same format or the type of show or the type of content that we were even speaking about. Yeah. And that's eventually what it ended up being. Right. And so now I was like, okay, well, with bringing in different guests, which mm-hmm. you know helps grow the business because you end up finding... People like you stick around for 10 episodes. People like Carl stick around for... He's a lot of episodes. Now. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. going from Mangrove to just, I mean, different yeah. things that he's... Different business opportunities that he's even brought. Yeah. Uh, business that you brought and future things that we already got coming up next year. Yeah, we got things I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's really the smartest way to, to 
you know, to grow your business and to last. Yeah. You know, yeah. being the, what, uh, I always say, like, uh, the, uh, the outlet. And not yeah. the plug. We're not. Yeah. You know, like, you know, outlet everybody gets a plug into. It's yeah. very rare, you know. You I know, like, the that. Way I like you that concept. You know, that's, that. that's what we are. But, there's, um, uh, yeah. there's two unofficial mottos of APR. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we are the outlet. We're not the plug. Like, anybody can come over and experience what yeah. we do, right? Because sure. we are providing that service for other people to grow. And the second one, and I said it, uh, random to DeAndre, but it's kind of been we remind each other of these things. Sometimes you gotta trust your own ideas, man. Mm. Sometimes, like that, like we yeah, smile right like, now. Yeah, no, I knew you were gonna say that. And I was like, okay, yeah, we have been because we we've, we've said it for because it was over a passing conversation, and um, and I and I don't like nah, that. It wasn't passing conversation. He was. It was one of the times where he was landing into me, and I had to yeah. sit there. I don't like doubt. Right. Right. Mm. Um, right. Anybody exactly. who knows me knows exactly. that you can doubt a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. But don't doubt yourself and don't doubt the team, right? Don't put doubt into a situation where it doesn't exist. Yeah. Because that will defeat you before you even get started with the whole, you're, you're paralyzed. Can I do this? Yeah. Right. So I don't even like it. Right, like you have a conversation with me, and it starts getting to that point. It, it becomes very, very much to where, like, all right, all right, we're going to change the conversation, because like uh, negativity can cloud a situation. It can blind you from what you're actually trying to accomplish. Yeah, doubt is your own fear and insecurities. Right, nobody ever wants to talk about being insecure or being afraid, but. A lot of the times you have to. Um, DeAndre knows a lot of things that I talk about when we get somebody new is just how long it takes before you can press record. Because everybody has to take something. Everybody has to get themselves to a point where it's okay and they're comfortable with themselves to record. Yeah. Right? Even myself, I put on my, my never-ending story chain because I officially put on my APR hat and now I'm that guy. Yeah. Right. I'm the guy who wears the hat. Right. But it's like everybody has something for me. Before I used to have to go on stage as a musician, I used to have to paint my hair, my hands and all the different things. I used to have people not be able to talk to me because I would get the mm. bubbles and everything like that, because people don't talk about what stage fright really is. Right. Yeah. And stage fright is something that you can experience, whether you're going up on stage, which is an unnatural position elevated from everybody else or just being in the crowd right like i say deandre goes out there and does the outreach because i don't well it's because i went out there before and i got mixed up with all the different things that go and for me seeing past all the smoke and mirrors that people put up mm. right it's very very hard for me to like not be the camera anymore Mm. right and so like when i see like i've seen y'all's faces as much as i've seen my own families because i stare at y'all so often right i know what y'all do and so it's like now being having to transform myself into this guy who looks at lighting and blocking and things like that like sometimes i just look at people and i'm like man i know you're putting up a facade and i, and I feel mm. sorry I feel sorry and I and I want to counsel them and I want to like really talk to them truly about yeah, what, yeah. what they feel and I you can't do that all the time. You can't do that in business. You can't love every single person even though you want to, right? Yeah, um like we went through that lesson where like I can't take on every single person's battles, right? Yeah, yeah. Um you gotta and that's another thing, having a partner, somebody just to explain to you, hey man, this is what you're doing, I see it. Right. You got to have that trust. Right. And it's very, very hard, especially in this game, because it's very, very saturated. Yeah, right. Sure. Everybody's doing everything. Um, at one point in time, we were talking about doing music videos, but we don't mm -hmm. even do my own music videos. And I have over 100 songs. So, like, are we really trying to do music videos? Mm -hmm. I think not. And are we over trying to be the best photographers? No, we don't really do all that. We're not really telling people to come over and take their picture. So it's like, what are we really doing? Well, 
what we're trying to be is a conduit, a conduit for effective change. Mm. Right? So like we don't waste our airwaves. We don't upload any more things that don't that that we don't want to have up there to the end of time. That's what we did with season four yeah. of our stuff. Is that like, yeah, we upload less because we don't show everything to everybody. Doesn't mean that we don't record. Doesn't mean that we're not getting better. We're not perfecting our craft. It's just yeah. every single time you see us, you see us well. <laughs> and yeah. so, like, where at once you could see all the tests as they were happening, now you don't. Now you just see innovation. Yeah, sure. So, sure. but part of that is just from growth, man, just being open. Because that fear, that fear paralyzed us a couple of times. Yeah. That fear made us little brother in a lot of deals, right? Mm-hmm. That fear of speaking up for yourself and your brand, like that will put you in a bad <laughs> negotiating stance. Mm. These are things that as a team, we learn, right? As a team, we confront it. Like um, I, I talk about it all the time, the main introduction to our business is that you meet DeAndre. DeAndre tells you to come over and talk to us. And then we tell you, yeah, we can do exactly what you're going to do. Hmm. And then it's like some people, they trust us. Some people, they don't. Right. It's up to you whether you want to go and be like, you know, red, red pill, green pill, or red pill, blue pill in the matrix, whatever it was. But it's like, that's how it kind of is. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, do you want to go? and take this journey and as somebody who took that journey with us from deandre show which is your introduction to a podcast for most people that come through the apr route right to now commanding your own stage right to where now you have a team behind you we all seem to coordinate and get it all going and we start off from a handshake and a hello yeah. Right. But now we're a team because of communication. Right. Yeah. Coordination <clears throat> and understanding our values. Right. Yeah. Like everybody has value to this relationship. And a lot of times, especially in the corporate world where I come from, um, value is overlooked. Yeah. Right. They say that people leave because of bad managers, bad jobs and being undervalued. Right. And you got to show value. Yeah. Right. Like, I tell D all the time, man, you did this. You don't see this. You don't see the web, right? And when I'm over there, like, man, I'm making the same show again. And he goes, man, you don't see how you're doing the show better, how you change the intro here, how it's tighter, how, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, you have to do that. You got to be open to that. Got to be. And I, I mean, I'm thankful for uh, joining y'all. Um, I know timing just worked out perfectly where you guys were at, where I was at, and trying to get to a place where, you know, we're both going now. Um, I think it's important um, that we talk about this. And I think what I was going to talk about next um, was the how it's helped me in my personal life. Mm-hmm. And I think... Um, a lot to do with the work that I do already. Um, I was just trying to align it in all aspects of my life. So this kind of helps because after we get off the camera, like we still talking mm-hmm. about deep stuff, like what's really going on with us as men and what we're dealing with and how, like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. And I think for me, uh, not just practicing the craft, but just being more genuine was mm-hmm. my thing just wanted to get to know people on a different level um and i know we went you dropped me off at the airport for an event a couple a uh, week ago and um we just talked and chopped mm-hmm. it up on another level and got to know each other uh differently and there's many times where i sit here and we just talk for a couple extra hours um to like get to know each other on another level and i think that's what life is about and i think when you are building a team that's a part of it that makes it last i believe like mm-hmm. cutting through the bullshit like you know what I mean? No facade, no superhuman like type of shit you're trying to put up like people don't see you. Um, and just being allowed to be seen for who you are and then being able to see people for who they are and accepting them. And I think that's that, that's 
that's what will make a team grow and build. And I'm I'm grateful for having y'all, um, working with y'all and where we going. We got a couple events coming up. Uh, I know we just doing a podcast now, but we got a couple projects we also going on uh, to build and, and grow. And what I would tell, this is why I think it's important to have this conversation and, and taping it for the audience to see um, so that it's more real to you. Like this can happen for everybody. Just putting yourself in position, saying, yes, I'll go. And when you go, being present and seeing the potential of what could actually happen. Um, and then just learning along the way. You can become an editor. Uh, you know what I mean? You can be a podcast uh, like host. Or you can just be the connecting tissue to everything and, and, and building your stuff like that and um, continuing to grow all the way. So, um, like I said, we got a bunch of things happening. Um, I'm thankful for you guys um, and I'm thankful for y'all to continue to watch. This is episode, what is this? Third, 14. 14. Episode 14. We made it a 14 double digits. Wow. You know what I mean? We're we moving on up, man. So it's, it's, it's going well. Last, um, we have an event. Um, oh, before that, mm-hmm. um, what I think is important for you to do too, because you were saying a lot of people weren't, uh, you know, they were trying to buy time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you got to invest. Like, to be honest, investing in your team and like I said, Jay-Z said it, everybody got to eat, right? Or it's going to crumble. So that's the main thing, invest in your team. And as we're growing, like I'm looking to like, you know what I mean? I know this APR has a bunch of stuff going on, uh, like other things they got doing, but the more I grow, I want to make sure they they eat and then we can grow together. Um, And like on January 31st, we have a huge event uh, where I'm going to be presenting my curriculum. I'm headlining um, and headlining the event, keynoting, and then I'm doing demos for my uh, curriculum in front of HISD, Houston Independent School District uh, administrators and teachers so they can see the value in it. Um, And my team will be uh, videoing the whole thing and being there doing their thing. Um, So we we making moves. Um, so let us be as an example. Um, hopefully, you know, this episode you guys can get something out of and it'll help you on building your team or your team to be in the future when you find them and give you hope in that aspect. Uh, so thank you. I appreciate you guys. Um, and I'll see y'all episode 15. 15. 15. Later. Looking for a one-stop shop for all your audio and video needs? Then look no further than Always Press Record Productions. With over 100 hours of original content produced, Always Press Record Productions has an experienced staff on hand ready to assist you with all your YouTube, podcast, and music video needs. Check them out at alwayspressrecord.com. Once again, that's alwayspressrecord.com. And remember, they press record and you become the star.